The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Tuesday edition. The college basketball season is over in UConn. Fifth national title. Um, under three coaches. Pretty impressive. Uh, of course, we know about their women's program, and we are going to talk some women's basketball today with MTSU women's coach Rick Ensel, back from the Final Four. Uh, coach, how are you? Doing great, Monty. What about you? Doing great. Uh, boy, that was some Final Four, wasn't it? I'm telling you, it was. Uh, it was two real, real, really uh, three good games. You know, the two semifinal games and the last game, but all three of them were great games. Uh, set massive records for this uh, tournament. Uh, as somebody that's been in girls and women's basketball as long as you've been in it, you got to be really excited where this game is, is, where it was, where it is now, and really where it's going. I, I like everything that's going on. I, and a lot of people want to give credit to a lot of things, but I think credit needs to be given to the fact that you've got You've got players that are playing on travel teams when they're sixth, seventh, eighth grade years. Some of them even younger than that. And you've got coaches that are working with them there that are that are, are working on their skill development. And then you've got more parity in college. You've got more people that are being uh, recruited. And then you've got the transfer portal. In some cases, uh, the transfer portal helped the LSU. You know, they, they've got nine new players. So. Right now, our game is doing well. Let's see where it's at maybe three, four, five years from now. But I think because of summer basketball, it's finally caught up. They say that some sports like soccer and maybe some others, the, the female uh, athletes are going gravitating to that. And that may be the case, but there's still, a, there's still a great, great number of them that's playing summer basketball. You know, we've we've seen it a couple times before when – somebody knocks off a juggernaut that you don't think anybody was going to beat. Maybe it was Mississippi State not so long ago beat UConn at the buzzer but did not win the championship. I think everybody maybe a thought when Iowa beat South Carolina, they were going to win the championship. But I tell you what, LSU played an unbelievable game. I mean, they had players step up. And I know we a lot of people try to um, – make the game more complicated is, than it is. They just made shots. That's what they did. I mean, LSU, I thought, played probably their best game of the year. I've seen them play a lot this year. Kim and me are good friends. I've watched them uh, through their SEC schedule because most of the time they're playing on Sunday and sometimes they're playing on Monday nights during our coaches' show. So I've got to see them a lot. I thought they played probably their best basketball game in the finals, and that's when you need to play it. Uh, they, their kids hit shots. They got shots. They got a lot of help off their bench. Um, you know, I, I thought it was a great game. Now, the, the South Carolina getting upset did not surprise me. I thought Iowa was a good basketball team. They had some great shooters, and uh, 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 South Carolina had a lot of size. And, you know, that size, and a lot of times, we're not going to come out on the perimeter and guard those shooters. And I think you saw what happened. And then also, South Carolina. Uh, you saw that um, that Iowa had a great player in Caitlin Clark. So, you know, that didn't surprise me. I thought it would be a close game. It ended up being a close game. Sure did. And, you know, you, you, and you get in that finals game. I mean, she got her 30, but they made her earn them a, a lot of times, didn't they? Well, I, I thought I'd never see 
what I'm about to tell you again, but Alicia Clark in three games in the conference tournament went 40, 44, and 50. And I think she went 40, 40, and 30-something. So she got close, but I didn't think I'd ever see anybody, any one player score anywhere like that, uh, like Alicia scored, and, uh, and Caitlin Clark did that. There were a couple games uh, you needed every one of them from Alicia, too, didn't you? <laughs> Uh, well, the last game, the the game she got fifty in the last basket that she got, put us up one and won the game. So yeah. that just it just shows you that you know we were going to the well. She was tired, and I just told her you can rest tonight at the hotel. You you you're not coming <laughs> out. And we just kept throwing her the ball. And you had some players that were very unselfish: Amberie Lanning, Jackie Pickle, Chelsea Lyman, Brandy Brown. You had some great players around her. All of those were thousand point scores, but they knew we were in the we were we had a chance to win that tournament and go to the NCAA. They knew our best shot was going to Alicia Clark. And that's what teams do. You know, there were some other teams in, in that tournament too. You know, well, you know, we, I didn't mention Virginia Tech. I guess that's their first Final Four. But there were a lot of teams that were in the running to get to that Elite Eight and Final Four, weren't there? I thought I thought Virginia Tech had a great team, and then uh, I'll be honest with you, I thought we had a shot to be in the Elite Eight also. We ran into a hot Colorado team that did, made shots, and they hadn't made shots like that all year. But, you know, that's what happens when you go in the tournament. you got to be prepared for everything. you got to be prepared not to make shots. you got to be prepared to make shots, and they were. They made them, and they they played great defense, aggressive defense. And uh, it's it's the it's odd that the officials that was playing, that was calling Sunday, one of them was on our game also. <laughs> really? And she, she didn't have a problem with them. Uh, she let them play aggressive. For Sunday, they didn't play aggressive. You know, I think there's a lot of, of feedback that's going to come back on that final game because of your three officials. Well, I think I made the comment. The, the, I thought those three ought to donate their check to charity because it was like they they thought the fans were there to see them. It, it was just some befuddling calls, and I know it's a it's a tough game to officiate, men, women, whatever it is. But uh, we got better. We got better officials. Be yeah. honest with you, we got better officials, um, and uh, I, I thought we did a poor job. You know, those three did a poor job. I mean, they did. They didn't jail together. You know, you, officials are like teams. You got teams that you know you put these guys together, and you hope that they they jail, and they didn't do that. They they kind of had opposite games. You know, I thought the technical foul on Clark was was not needed. I didn't get into all that other stuff because you know when. You win championships. Sometimes you think outside of your your um, box or your body and do things sometimes and say things outside of your body. So you just got to forgive that stuff. And when you lose a game like that, when you got to show a lot of class, and when you win a game like that, you got to show a lot of class. I mean, I'll never forget there was one time Ebony Rogue, you know, she uh, – I mean, she got knocked to the floor and, they, and the ball went out of bounds and they gave it to the other team. I don't even know who you're playing. She slammed her palm on the floor, and they gave her a technical. And I remember after the game, you said something to the effect like, well, they beat on her for four years, so, you know, I guess she's due one. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only technical we've got in that uh, gym, in Murphy Center, since I've been there. Yeah, it was. So, uh, you know, uh, she 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 wants to get a technical foul, I thought. She was very deserving to get one, and hey, and, and I wasn't going to say a word because she, they beat on her with three and four people all year long, really yep. for four years, to be honest with you. They really did. The Clark girl, um, what what makes, I mean, she's got unlimited range, obviously, but she's a really good passer and does a lot of things, you know. Did yeah, you know much about She won all the way through. She won in high school. She won in travel team basketball. And she's and she's winning in college. It's not surprising. I've seen her for the last two or three years. She's a uh, she's an unselfish player. She's got a lot of basketball IQ. Uh, she's very intelligent when it comes to playing the game. Uh, you know, her, her success. You know, you think she gets forty points, but that blame she shares the basketball as much as anybody out there. Yeah. So uh, she's a great player, and so is uh, so is a young lady that plays for LSU. She's got a different game, but she's unstoppable. When you get her the ball, she's much like an Alicia Clark. She's going to get it up on the rim, and, if you, and she's going to beat – if she misses it, she's going to beat you to the rim to rebound it and put it back in. 
And Alicia did that a lot. So, you know, she just got maybe four or five inches on height as far as Alicia's concerned. But you got to look. Alicia's still playing in the pros. That's right. So she's got the game. Rick Ensel, MKSU women's basketball coach, joined us today. We'll take a break and be right back. Assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for only one fifty-five a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy to get started on treatment. Only your first two visits are in person. Go to lowtcenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's healthcare. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Okay, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel joins us. Coach, um, Kim Mulkey was in a great spot uh, at Baylor. Um, chose to go to LSU, and I guess the one thing that stood out, she said, she goes, I see Final Four banners, but that's not why I'm here, and um, she backed it up. I know you've known her a long time. Um, she's, I have. She's I knew a, her when she was playing. Wow. Uh, back in high school, when she just left high school and went to La Tech, I knew her. Uh, and she was also a success all the way through. She's a good friend of mine. She's a good friend of Coach Summits. Uh, she's done a great, great job there. And, you know, she'd still be at Baylor if they treated her right. You know, that uh, I think she had some success. They didn't pay her. Then they – from what I understand, they may have was going to put somebody's uh, name on the floor uh, that she didn't feel like was deserving to be on the floor. And uh, it wasn't an ex-coach or anything. It was a donor. And so she just said, heck, you're going to do that? I'm going to leave. And she left and went to LSU. Now, look, I think I'd say that, that and Baylor's basketball has not been like it was since she's left. So she won, what, two or three championships there at Baylor. And now she's won one there at uh, – at LSU. Yeah. Now, you're not going to be um, getting any of those suits made specially made for you, are you? No, shoot, no. <laughs> I'm, matter of fact, I got I just wear the same old ones I got. You know, I'm just no country boy. I'm <laughs> proud of what I got, and I'll just wear them. All right, Coach, let's talk about your team. Uh, we haven't been busy with you since you went to the 
NCAA tournament. And uh, like you said, um, you know, Colorado, I mean, I think they hit more threes in about a two-and-a-half-minute stretch than they were average, averaging coming into that game. It's just sometimes you run into a buzzsaw, don't you? You go back and look at the game, we had a hand on the ball. And when you got a hand on the ball shooter, then uh, – that's all you can ask for, and you don't want to get too close nowadays because of them coming down, being able to land, and all that. So, you know, uh, our players did a great job defending. Our, our uh, Matt and Tom, I just put the scouting report together. Kim and Ina fell right in there on top of it with them, and we all felt very comfortable with what was going on. They came out and hit shots. Uh, we didn't play that bad. They just played a lot better, and they were a hot team, and, you know, they deserve the win. They went on, and uh, I think what they got put out the next game, didn't they? No, they beat Duke the next game. Yeah. So, they, no, they beat Duke the next game yeah. and got put out the game after that. Yeah. But I felt like going into that tournament, we could beat Colorado and Duke and go to the Sweet 16 and with a chance, you know, there. Who knows? We had Iowa. Uh, we had shooters, too. And if our shooters come out and shoot uh, like they can shoot, you know, you got Lex, and you had Jalen, and you had uh, Cam, and you had uh, Savannah Wheeler, and you had Courtney. I mean, we shot the ball pretty good ourselves. And I've seen us have nights like that where we hit, and I was banking on getting in there and playing an Iowa team and maybe hitting shots, doing, the, doing as good a job as we could, could depending, and then uh, bank on our players knocking down shots. I saw um, a picture Matt put on Facebook. When you got back, it was right after you got back, Jalen Gregory was in the gym shooting. Uh, it says a lot about the type of players you got, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're, and they're still in there right now. I mean, they're every single day they've been since we've got back. Our kids have been in there playing. Now, right now, we haven't lost anybody to the portal, and let's knock on wood and hope that we don't. But uh, you never tell in these days and times with all these handlers and things behind the scenes. That's it. It's not just high school coaches. It's you know, people that are friends with their, their parents and whatnot, or parents. Oh, I mean, and they're looking for money for themselves. They'll, they'll tell an LSU, you know, you take a, you've got a good player. They'll tell an LSU or a Tennessee or somebody like that, hey, if you'll throw me five thousand dollars, I'll be able to pull it off and bring this kid up there to you. And you know, what's five thousand dollars now in the name of name in the day of name, image, and likeness? That's nothing. I mean. From what I understand, Tennessee's got two different players that are playing. They're paying over two hundred thousand dollars a piece. So, and then the late, the young girl that, that that just went to Tennessee. From what I understand, got a big wad of money uh, from Belmont to play her fifth year. So, you know, uh, those guys are out there, and you got to deal with them. And we ain't got any choice but to deal with them. But I can tell you right now that Middle Tennessee is not going to be going in and 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 dealing with a handler or anything. If somebody goes in the portal, we'll deal with them there. But we're not going to go in behind the scenes. I was going to ask you about spring recruiting. I know, you know, where are you numbers-wise? Are you looking for any more players for the upcoming we've season? A, we've signed a young lady that uh, out of Russia, and uh, we're waiting. she'll probably be here in June. We're also recruiting another young lady out of Germany, and uh, – you know, and then we've got Jada Harrison, which is out of Martin, uh, Tennessee. And we feel like with, if we keep all of our parameters in place, and we had two young ladies that were hurt, you know, Gracie Dodgen and was hurt, and then uh, Gracie Hamby was hurt. And you throw them back in with Jada and with Courtney and with uh, Jalen Gregory and uh, what we've got already, uh, we, we and Tamia. We feel like that we've got a we've got a good backcourt, and uh, you know we don't want to touch that. Now, if something happens, and one or two of them were to go into the portal, and we don't we don't anticipate that because they told us it's all going to be back. Uh, then we'll stay right where we're at. But if we have to go in, we'll go in. What um, what do you expect out of the conference USA next year? Obviously, losing. You know, lost three this year, losing six more. Uh, the new look conference. What do you expect out of it? Well, the the, the teams that are coming in, I think their their uh, RPI and their net ranking is a little higher than the ones we're losing. So I wouldn't think that the the conference will lose any net points at all. I think it'll be just as tough. We just won't have as many teams. You know, so uh, 
you know, and then you never know. You never know. But at the end of this summer, we may pick up another team or two. So you just got to hang in there. And, you know, my job is to coach women's basketball there at Middle Tennessee. Chris Massaro and Sidney McPhee are in charge of uh, what goes on inside the conference. And whatever they throw at us is what we'll do. Well, it, um, this year was certainly fun for the fans. I mean, you've gone two straight years where your fans have got to leave a game happy every night, haven't they? Well, I think we'll be as good or better next year. I really do. I, we're going to miss Lexus Whittington. Um, I'm telling you, she was a war horse that could play uh, four different positions and a winner and just, uh, you know, going to be a great coach. We're going to miss Ksenia. But uh, I think the young ladies that we got coming back in are going to be uh, are going to help us. I think they're going to be better. They're going to be stronger. They're going to be more experienced. They're going to know more what to expect. I think uh, we got a shot to be better and maybe even go further in the tournament than we did this year. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm excited about what's going on. You know, I've got our coaching staff intact, uh, Matt and, and uh, Nina and Kim and Tom Hodges. So, you know, I don't see much difference in the fact when we start working in June, I think uh, – we're going to be pretty excited about putting everything together. Now this year we did a little different. We're not going to we're not going to uh, do any skill development uh, during April or during May. We're going to do that starting in June. We're going to do all weight, strength, and conditioning through that period of time. We felt like our team needed to be stronger. Well, um, again, congratulations on a good year, another conference championship, and. Uh, they know they know how difficult it is, though, don't they, to get to the NCAA tournament? Oh God, I'm telling you, just every night it's a grind, Marty. It's a, just a grind. You just can't you can't go out there and take anything for granted. Uh, you just can't go out there and think, hey, well, you know, this team is is 11th or 12th in the conference. We ought to win. Those are the games that really they throw everything they got at you because. We're their Super Bowl. You know, you take, we go to UTEP and we go to UTSA and we lose two games. And I don't, I can't tell you right now what happened, except that those two teams played well. But then we come back and get right back on track and uh, was able to breeze right through. I think we ended up winning, what, 15 or 16 more in a row. So, you know, pretty proud of what our basketball team did, their attitude, their work ethic. I, I've got no complaints on this year. Our fan base is magnificent. I, I don't know if you saw pictures of what went on up at Duke when we was playing in Colorado, but our team, our our fan base filled the gym up, one side of the gym. It was unbelievable. I was, it it kind of sent chill bumps up and down my arms and back whenever we walked out to play and saw all those people there. You know, I heard one other thing about, you know, the way the tournament goes and seedings and the respect you get, you know. The, I know the FAU men's coach had meant, had said that, you know, I I never even thought about us not being in the tournament, but then when I saw we were in ninth seed, I was like, well, did we have to win our conference tournament? And yeah. uh, did you kind of feel the same way when you well, saw your I thought, seed? I, we were 11th. I thought we probably should have been anywhere from 6 to, to 9 is what I was thinking. And then uh, came back 11. I know what he's talking about. And then you take Colorado that played us, they ended up being third in the Pac-10 and beat three of the teams twice that got seeded ahead of them. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's just unreal sometimes looking at what's going on. Yeah, and they never had a really what they call bad a bad loss. Oh, no, no. Well, Coach, another great year. Appreciate you joining us throughout the year and always. And, uh, We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Monty. Appreciate you. That's MTSU women's basketball coach Rick Ensel joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider Insider Report. Listen each weekday morning at 9 o'clock for the roundtable here on News Radio WGNS. Interesting hosts and guests with the news, views, politics, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. Here on News Radio WGNS. 
Good afternoon. They were trying to move a wreck just a few minutes ago. They had traffic extra slow, 40 westbound there at Spence Lane. Again, it backed it up pretty good. I still see that heavy traffic, or it's really slow, on 40 eastbound at 840. That section of Wilson County just outside of Lebanon. Still moving to the north, just slow sometimes. On 65 north up towards Goodlettsville, 24 has been in decent shape so far through Rutherford County. This afternoon, plenty of radar in Rutherford and Coffee County. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee this spring and summer. If you're considering getting your house painted, check these guys first. NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hey friends, it's Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. Tune in Sunday nights at 9 to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show here on WGNS. Join Kelsey Williams and myself as we interview folks from around the area. Fox Auction, we handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start out today with women's basketball. A couple of honors coming the Blue Raiders' way. Junior Savannah Wheeler has been named a mid-major honorable mention All-American selection, and associate head coach Matt Ensel has been named the national mid-major assistant coach of the year by World Exposure Report. That was announced by the organization late last week. The mid-major All-America selection for Wheeler came following her inaugural season at MTSU, where she averaged a team-best 15.1 points per game starting all 30 games she appeared in. The first-team All-Conference selection was also a three-time Conference USA 
Player of the Week honor. Coach Ensel has helped the Lady Raiders post a 116-41 record in his five seasons as an assistant coach at Middle, including the 22-23 season when he was elevated to associate head coach. Over the last two years, he's helped the team win 55 games, a new program record for a two-year span. Additionally, the team reached the NCAA tournament in 2023 following a 28-5 season and a Conference USA record 18 wins in league play. Turn to baseball. Middle Tennessee Athletics ecstatic to welcome fans and their furry friends to the Diamond this season with the announcement of two Bark in the Park home games. The Blue Raider softball game against UTSA on Saturday, April 29th, and the baseball game against Louisiana Tech on Sunday, April 30th, will be open to MTSU fans and their pets. Fans will need to purchase a ticket for themselves to the baseball game, but their pets get in free with with their ticket. Softball games, as always, offer free admission to Blue Raider fans. There will be pet-themed giveaways along with exciting on-field action. You can find out more about that on GoBlueRaiders.com. Staying on the diamond, Middle Tennessee baseball outfielder Aston Snyder has been named the Tennessee Sports Writers Association Player of the Week for his outstanding series this past weekend against FIU. The sophomore from Franklin had a career day in Sunday sweep, clinching win for the Blue Raiders going 5-for-5 with four RBIs, including a one-run single in the ninth inning as Middle stormed back from a four-run deficit to take a 13-12 win over the Panthers at Reese Smith Field. Snyder batted 7-of-10 over the week with two extra base hits, six RBIs, and seven runs scored as well as three stolen bases. Well, speaking of baseball, most of the weekend series this weekend will be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday due to Easter. The schedule looks like this. UTSA at Charlotte, FAU at FIU, Middle playing Western Kentucky, UAB at Dallas Baptist, the Middle Western game, Thursday and Friday night, 6 o'clock starts at uh, in Bowling Green, then a 1 o'clock uh, first pitch on Saturday. Going into the weekend, UTSA leads the league at 8-1, Dallas Baptist 6-3. Then you've got a four-way tie for third, including Middle Tennessee, FAU, Rice, and Charlotte, La Tech, UAB, Western Kentucky, and FIU round out the rest of the standings. On the softball side, you've got uh, Middle playing Murray State right now at Murphy Center or at uh, the Blue Raiders Softball Park in a non-conference game this weekend. FIU at FAU, Louisiana Tech at UAB, Middle goes to Charlotte, Western Kentucky at UTSA, and North Texas at UTEP. Conference standing, Charlotte at 9-3, Western 6-3, UAB 7-5, Middle 5-4 along with Florida Atlanta. Then you've got North Texas, Louisiana Tech, FIU, UTEP, and UTSA to round everything out. That's it for this Tuesday. We'll have more information for you coming up tomorrow right here on WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, Good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. When you make the right decision, it feels good, like picking the perfect accent rug or choosing a good night's sleep over an all-night crime show binge. It feels really good to make the right insurance decision, too. That's why State Farm is here, to help you select the right protection at the right price. Hello, I'm State Farm Agent Deb Insel, and I'll make sure that you understand your State Farm coverages so you'll know what to expect if the unexpected happens. With State Farm, it's easy to make Make the right choice. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. All righty. Well, last night, uh, UConn defeats San Diego State 76 59. They pretty much just dominated the tournament. Um, 
every game in double figures, some bigger than others. Um, they beat Miami 72-59 to in the semis. And great year for San Diego State. They beat um, FAU 72-71 in the semifinals. I think they just kind of imposed their will in that game against FAU. Um, FAU had rebounded well with everybody. They out-rebounded Kansas State 44-22. But it really caught up with them at the end. They, you know, um, San Diego State missing free throw after free throw, and they're just playing volleyball with it. And then FAU missed some key free throws. But, man, what a year. You know, they're headed off to the American Athletic Conference with five other teams in the league. Um, and they got every player but one back. Um, maybe. That's a maybe. Now, some have already come from the portal. But I don't know. You're in the Final Four. Uh, that, was just, that was an incredible run. And they belonged. I mean, they you know, they didn't, they didn't have cupcakes. Memphis was playing outstanding going into the tournament. Okay, Fairleigh Dickinson, you know, it upset Purdue. Um, that was a pretty tough game for them, you know. Like catching a team that was uh, playing on emotion. And, hey, it was a good basketball team. Let's not forget that. And then, you know, they handled Tennessee. I mean, it was just a – it was an unlikely but a phenomenal run uh, that they had. You know, I'm not much ballying who and other teams in the conference. They're not even in Middles Conference here come at the end of May. Uh, you know, they're better than themselves. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. You know, I like, you know, everybody's like, you hear people all the time say, well, my team's out. If Alabama's out, I'm still SEC. I don't get that. You think, you think Red Sox fans cheer for the Yankees if they're in the World Series? May com be comparing apples and oranges. I remember a couple years ago, well, four or five years ago now, probably, when the Jaguars were, um, um, in the playoffs, they had the good run, and they were playing the Patriots. Everybody's for the Jaguars. I mean, Jeff Fisher spent his whole career making that a hated rival. He called it Nissan Stadium South or whatever it was when they would go down there. Um, yeah, I just don't get wrapped up in what the other team does. I mean, if you're a middle guy, do you cheer for Western? I don't know. I mean, you can say, yeah, middle is the last team to beat them going en route to their run to the Final Four, speaking of FAU. But I I don't really get wrapped up in all that. I, if I got a rival, I don't, I don't pull for them. I don't pull for them at all. But it was impressive what they did. And I almost did kind of catch myself pulling for them there, you know, to get into the finals. I think the, the outcome would have been about the same as it was uh, <coughs> against, excuse me, against San Diego State. But it was a very intriguing NCAA tournament. And I think a big part of it um, is because of the portal. You know, we had Coach um, McDevitt on, MTSU's men's coach, last week, and he talked about staying old. He feels like they got to stay old. You know, they're definitely going to hit that portal this year. Didn't have to last year. Didn't lose nobody to it. Losing five to it this year. Two really good players in particular. You know, Eli, Eli Lawrence, uh, all-conference. Tafel Leonard, uh, the Dunk Fest show, the 61 blocks this season. Uh, was the number one rated recruit coming into Conference USA when he was a freshman. I mean, you're losing two good players there. And you're losing depth as well. But you, you got a chance to stay old. You stay old. That's why there's less and less um, 
high school players getting signed by Division One teams. You can even go tap the D2 market yourself. You know, as he spoke, there's like 1,800 players in that portal. They're all not going to sign. Some of them are going to be disappointed. Which brings me to a question, hypothetically speaking. You lose a guy to the portal, and um, he doesn't get selected. Do you take him back? I don't. Respect your decision to go, but this is not the place for you now. It's not going to be a place for you again later. That's me. Not everybody agrees with me either, so uh, no problem there. But the women's final four was great. You know, Iowa beat South Carolina 77-73. Caitlin Clark, 41 points, six boards, eight assists, eight turnovers. And she only made five out of 17 from three-point range. And she still got 41. Didn't have her best game the other day. LSU had a lot to do with that. They, they deed her up pretty good. Um, but it was Iowa's defense that they, you know, that they're probably limited in how they could play against such athleticism. And, you know, they gave – LSU had a lot of uncontested shots. And to their credit, they knocked them down. And then come down to the trash talking or, or what, whatever it was probably blown out of proportion a lot by the media um people upset at the girl from lsu doing the thing and her you know pointing at her finger she's getting the ring we know the other girl did it to south carolina nobody made a big deal about it so you can you can take out of that what you want to derive I'm not going to get into a political issue there on that, but hey, trash talking is, it's in the men's game, it's unbelievable. Now, they've kind of curtailed it over years, but I mean, you remember back in the day when Bruce Stewart was here and Ty Bainham played, hey, he was the ultimate trash talker, because when I was covering him, I'd ask him, what would you say to that guy? He goes, I told him it was going to be a long night if I'm guarding him. And then when he would score, he would bark in the guy's ear all the way up the court. And that's been long part of the men's game. Well, women's game's evolving, too. There's going to be some banter. Now, I agree with what Diane Cummings said. She's been on our show a lot. Um... Senior Women's Associate Athletic Director uh, at MTSU. Pretty much oversees uh, the the lady sports, the ladies sports that they have. And um, she says, you know, win with class, lose with class. And I concur with that, too. You don't see it a whole lot. I've never really seen it much with the, the Lady Raiders, you know. But then I've seen it every now and then. You know, um, it's part of the game, you know, and I, I think uh, it got blown out of proportion. And the girl, Reese, the girl from LSU, she's not backing down from it. Hey, you know, I grew up playing on, in the playgrounds with boys. There was trash talking, just part of the game. So, and then today I heard the first lady, Dr. Biden, wants to invite both teams to the White House. Come on. Come on. Again, I'm trying to stay out of the political thing of it, but sometimes you, you, it rears its head. Invite LSU. They earned it. They earned the championship. All right, off the soapbox. Just in time to take our final break, and we'll be right back. 
When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. They were trying to move a rag just a few minutes ago. They had traffic extra slow, 40 westbound there at Spence Lane. Again, it backed it up pretty good. I still see that heavy traffic, or it's really slow, on 40 eastbound at 840. That section of Wilson County just outside of Lebanon. Still moving to the north, just slow sometimes. On 65 north up towards Goodlettsville, 24 has been in decent shape so far through Rutherford County. This afternoon, plenty of radar in Rutherford and Coffee County. Hey, Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. Tennessee this spring and summer. If you're considering getting your house painted, check these guys first. NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Greetings, friends. This is Lenny Farmer with the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home in Murfreesboro. If you ever had to deal with the final arrangements of a loved one, funerals are both emotional and financial. You can easily be drained both ways when you least expect it. I can help you in both of these areas by showing you the positive side of prearranging. Locking in your costs for the rest of your life will truly relieve some emotional stress at that time. Call me, won't you, at 615-893-2422. Let's talk. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, locations in the borough, Woodbury, and Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. MTSU baseball, great weekend. After a tough one at FAU getting swept, Blue Raiders pulled the broom out themselves. They beat FIU 10-7, 14-8, and 13-12. 37 runs on 41 hits. Uh, middle's pitching not great by any stretch. Um, in the thriller on um, Sunday, Middle gave up four runs in the top of the ninth and scored five in the bottom half of the frame to walk it all. So, leads us to this week. They're playing Western Kentucky again, Thursday through Saturday. They, a lot of the teams try to take uh, Easter Sunday off. Um, middle took two out of three from Western earlier this year. Uh, you ask, why are they playing again? Well, they... Everybody, everybody plays one team twice. Typically, your rival. Uh, the standings: uh, Texas San Antonio eight and one. Dallas Baptist uh, six and three. FAU Middle Rice and Charlotte are all five and four. Louisiana Tech four and five, picked to win the league. And Western and FIU are two and seven. MTSU softball. They deserved, certainly deserve a mention. Um, 24 and 10, off to a good start this year. They lost two out of three to FAU. Um, Sunday's game was a tough one. Three to two in 12 innings. Keep in mind, they play seven innings in softball. Not nine. So, really tough loss. Uh, for them, the standing Charlotte's nine and three. Um, UAB seven and five. Middle and FAU four and five and four. North Texas six and five. La Tech four and five. FIU five and seven. UTEP and uh, Texas San Antonio two and seven. Um, pretty good league. 
pretty good league. I saw something crazy. I was watching Oklahoma and Texas softball game the other day before the Final Four stuff started getting cranked up. And um, Oklahoma has not lost a series in the Big 12 in 13 years. I mean, that's, that's just phenomenal. I mean, you would think just by bad luck. I mean, the Big 12's got some good teams. You would think just bad luck would get you one weekend. But no, they they, they just really dominate that sport. Uh, tonight, uh, baseball last night, MTCS over PCA 8-0. Softball, Eagleville 14, Zion Christian 3. And Wilson Central beat Riverdale 12-3. Today on baseball, uh, Blackman at Siegel, Brentwood at Oakland, Stewart's Creek at Antioch. Um, So, Mother Nature probably going to rear its head and affect some games this week, but um, we shall see. It's going to be warm, though. And then until Thursday when it's like 58 and um, you wonder why the allergies are so bad. Okay, the Braves off to a 3-1 and one start, 8-4 last night. Uh, Max Reed placed on the IL today, retroactive to April 1st. So, terrible to see your ace go out. He's got a um, strained hamstring. Um, <coughs> hopefully he'll get back here in about 12 days. Certainly going to miss two or three starts probably. Um, Mike Wright still on the uh, Wright still on the IL for the Braves right now. Got a couple rookies pitching. Dodd Schuster Schuster gave up four runs at Washington the other day and then pitched uh, four pretty good innings. But anyway, the Braves uh, are off to a three and one start. Last couple years, it's been like one and three. So, all right, today's quote it's baseball season. You can observe a lot by just watching Yogi Berra. You got to love Yogi Berra. All righty. Appreciate uh, Rick Ensel joining us today, talking about the women's Final Four and the women's game. Tomorrow I'll be joined by Andy Herzer, and we'll talk to you then. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. SoCo Roofing and Restoration. And Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.